Welcome to episode 42 of On The Schmooze. Let's do this. Welcome to On The Schmooze, the podcast that highlights talented people from different fields, explores how they built strong networks, and overcame challenges on their way to becoming successful leaders. Now here's your host, Robbie Samuels. On The Schmooze is a headliner on the business podcast hub, C-Suite Radio, which is part of C-Suite Network. They also have C-Suite TV, where you can watch in-depth interviews with business content for leaders and entrepreneurs. Good news, it's all on demand. Check it out at c-suitetv.com and c-suiteradio.com. Now, onto this week's show. Welcome back to On The Schmooze. Thank you so much for joining me. Last week, I had the pleasure of interviewing Matt Schneider. This week, you'll be hearing from me, your host. Every other week, I'll be offering my take on some aspect of networking and relationship building. These shorter podcast episodes will include practical tips and techniques you can put into practice right away. My hope is that insights from me and my guests will help you achieve the leadership position you're seeking, build and sustain your professional network, and find that work-life balance that works best for you. This week, I'll be sharing the details of a study that explains why networking makes us feel dirty. I encourage you to download the transcript of today's tips so you can easily reference them or share them. Visit ontheschmooze.com and look for episode 42. Are you resisting networking because you feel it's dirty business? Well, you are not alone. A study published in 2014 found that networking with the goal of career advancement made people feel icky. The study, co-authored by professors from Harvard Business School, University of Toronto, and Northwestern University, used one experiment to conclude that this kind of transactional networking for professional gain made people subconsciously rank cleaning products higher than other household or office products. In another experiment, Participants who thought about this kind of professional networking answered fill-in-the-blank words with words associated with bathing, while those thinking about personal networking to build friendships did not. What leads us to feel dirty? Well, we are our harshest critics, so if we cannot justify our networking behavior and feel we are using others without offering anything in return, we may question our moral purity, and that's what makes us feel dirty. All networking is not created equally. There are differences that make a difference. The authors of this study draw a distinction between professional networking and personal networking. And within each of those, they further distinguish between what they call instrumental networking and spontaneous networking. Instrumental networking is when social connections are made with the explicit goal of career advancement. Spontaneous networking is that random conversation you have with a fellow conference attendee while waiting for the breakout session to begin. Both types of networking could lead to career advancement, but the spontaneous conversation does not make people feel dirty as they aren't approaching that conversation with an outcome in mind. Here's the real kicker, though. The study found that people who participated in instrumental professional networking more frequently found that it had a positive impact on their job performance. That's right. Those that got past those icky feelings and strategically networked 
had better job performance. This is because everything you've heard about the importance of networking is true. If you want to advance within an organization or within an industry, you need to connect with, as the study says, people with access to opportunities, political insight, and technical knowledge. Guess who didn't feel as dirty about networking? People with positions of authority. The study found that people who were lower on the corporate ladder felt a greater sense of moral impurity when they participated in instrumental networking. Yet, the people they were networking with to climb that corporate ladder, the people in powerful positions, did not feel dirty while networking. The reason is that people in powerful positions do not approach networking as a means of advancing their career. As the study says, in their minds, others are not as instrumental to their goals. These individuals approach networking situations well aware of the value they can offer in a relationship. The study says, the powerful are more likely to reciprocate help, favors, or support, and their networking tends to yield more balanced relationships with the powerful potentially giving as much as or more than they take from others. So, what does this mean for you? Approach networking with a strong sense of what you have to offer. What value you can share. The what's in it for me approach is not helping you because it makes you feel dirty, then you are less likely to network, and your job performance will suffer. That's the exact opposite effect you were looking for when you considered networking to advance your career. Take some time to get clear on who you want to meet and what you can offer them. Yes, even if you are just starting out your career, you can offer something of value to someone who is highly successful. This is not going to be an easy thing to figure out, but making the effort to offer value will make you stand out and will lessen the likelihood that you will feel dirty about networking. So what value can you offer? One idea is to comment on, share, and like their online content. This will help them share their ideas and increase their visibility. Another option is to offer to take notes or do other admin work for a pet project they're working on. This will have the double benefit of putting you in the room with other highly successful people while being seen for your initiative and follow-through. Here's one more idea. Is there a skill that you can do in your sleep but may not be a strength for them? Offer to teach them how to use social media more effectively, for example. The authors of the study also suggested that how we feel about networking might improve if the expectations around it were more explicit. Attending a networking event hosted by your company with the stated goal of introducing junior staff to senior staff would likely not result in you feeling dirty, even if you were one of the junior staff. The same might be true when your goal around networking is to benefit your organization or project as a whole, rather than focusing on your individual career advancement. As the study says, this lessening of the contaminating effects of professional instrumental networking may work as an important tool for the powerless in organizations who feel dirtiest when they intentionally pursue professional relationships and thus particularly need means to justify networking to themselves. Since networking is so important to job performance and career advancement, finding a way to build relationships without the ick factor will be a key factor in your success. Do you host a conference or a convention and Want your attendees to feel that your event was incredibly valuable because of all the connections that they made? I work with associations and companies to design events that increase engagement 
and create a welcoming culture for all attendees, especially your first-time attendees. The result is that long-time attendees, presenters, and board members have a host mentality, and all attendees have the tools to strategically build relationships and their professional network at your event. If you want to increase ROI for your attendees and therefore their retention, email me and we'll schedule a call. Email Robbie at RobbieSamuels.com. That's R-O-B-B-I-E at R-O-B-B-I-E-S-A-M-U-E-L-S.com. And I would love it if listeners join the launch team for my book. It's coming out this summer and it's called Croissants versus Bagels, Strategic, Effective, and Inclusive Networking, Conference Edition. If you'd like to learn more and offer an honest review, send me an email. That's Robbie at RobbieSamuels.com. And thanks again for listening to this solo episode of On the Schmooze. If you want an easy way to save the tips from this episode, download the transcript so you can easily print it or save it in your files. To get started, visit the show notes at ontheschmooze.com and look for episode 42. If you want to discover other business podcasts, check out C-Suite Radio at c-suiteradio.com where you'll find On the Schmooze in good company with other C-Suite Radio headliners. And I want to sincerely thank all of you who've already subscribed and left a rating and review in iTunes. By subscribing and leaving a rating review, you're helping this podcast get discovered by more listeners. Will you subscribe and leave an honest rating and review? It's easy to find our iTunes page at itunes.ontheschmooze.com. That's schmooze, S-C-H-M-O-O-Z-E. Thank you, and I look forward to connecting again next week for a longer episode when I'll be interviewing a talent professional about their untold stories of leadership and networking. We'll explore their career challenges, work-life balance, and how they built a strong professional network on their way to becoming successful leaders. Until then, have an awesome week. Thanks for listening to On the Schmooze podcast at www.ontheschmooze.com. That's on the schmooze, S-C-H-M-O-O-Z-E. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.